The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, and Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm Craig. I'll be your server this evening. Can I interest you guys in some Magnum shrimp on a crispy toast? Uh, actually, Craig, I was looking at the, uh, do you do the Magnum shrimp on like a grilled or maybe like a ceviche? We don't. What is that? You're just using words that we've never heard here at the Applebee's. You never heard the word grilled? You invented the grill. What was the other one? <laughs> Servicer? Ceviche? We're here at the Applebee's uh, for Father's Day, waiting for Dad to show up. Um, and also celebrating Justin. This is uh, Justin. Happy Father's Day. Thanks, guys. What, wow, what an I'm honor. I'm a dad. You didn't even Applebee's. ask me. You didn't even ask your old pal Craig about his children. Craig, Craig are you yes. a dad? How many children do you have, Craig? 19. 19 children? <laughs> yes. You could have more? Human children? Six of those. Six of human children. What are the How other many 13? Are real doll babies? How many of the what's are what? How many are real doll babies? Of the of the human children or all of them? It's a complicated <laughs> diagram. I hope you're not counting real doll baby. Okay. How many of your human children are real doll babies? None. Pound puppies? Yes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait. Some of your human babies God, are puppies. pound puppies. That's difficult. 13 pound puppies, six real doll human babies. You said none of your babies were real dolls. <laughs> and they're not real dolls. They're CPR test dummies. <laughs> what, can so I get you-, you all started with some appetizers? I, I would like a uh, jalapeno mudslide, please. That's uh, happening. I would like for your voice to not sound like a malfunctioning talk boy. Can we do <laughs> that? That's it, my problem. My brother fed me one at force when I was six. <laughs> well, in that he case, used a I'll... tremendous amount of brother force to get that talk boy down my throat. The battery's case... been running out for years. <laughs> in that case, I'll have to stay quesadilla towers. I'm going to need one of y'all to punch me in the throat to start the rewinding <laughs> of the tape. <laughs> Why don't you head on back to the kitchen? I'll rewind the tape and you give him our order. If you see our brother Griffin... On the way back from the Batman Pajama Slam Bama bathroom, maybe you could. Um... Oh, I forgot my doll garden gear notebook again, so I'm gonna need y'all to start over with the food and the drinks that you wanted to consume. You know what? I actually think we're not ready to order yet. We're gonna wait for our dad. That's fair. I'm a dad. Y'all know about. All right, I'll tell you. See, talk to y'all later. I'm gonna go hit the drawn. <laughs> hey guys. Oh hey. Griffin. Did you see I'm Craig a- on the way? Uh, no, I did see some sort of Swamp Thing-esque monster, and it looked like he had a microphone coming out of his throat. Anyway, uh, should I sit? Which, where should I sit? Yeah, Griffin, I got you a, a, I got you a booster seat. Just oh. pop up right there. Mm, thanks. You know how little my legs are, and how mm-hmm. short my butt is. Here I go. <laughs> You're notoriously um, short-butted. Hi, everybody. I'm Griffin Macro. I'm the youngest brother. We have a lot of fun here on the podcast, but today, let's talk about something serious. Pennies from, he- from heaven. Pennies from heaven. 
Who knows? <laughs> I know where they come from, but where do they go? Today, an expose. Didn't you guys recently, you went to the Guy Fieri restaurant, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. How does that stack up compared to this, uh, to this Applebee's? Uh, we haven't eaten this Applebee's yet, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that this Applebee's is going to be a 20-star dining experience comparatively. If I open my day planner and turn it to today, I have not colored the second half of the day in orange highlighter and just written diarrhea yeah. in big block letters yeah. on it. Which See, for me, a di- diarrhea would be a blessing for me right now. I, I had a crazy Hagar cocktail to drink, and then I had a bacon mac and cheeseburger uh, for my entree. Uh, and I haven't been pooping those out as much as they have been sort of bursting from my chest like a xenomorph from the Alien films. And um, when they when they burst out of my chest, it's it's Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray. Well, which, at least, we all, he grows I, up to turn into Guy Fieri. Well, at least you didn't force like a Tony Award winning, Emmy Award winning, just all around great guy to go with you. Well, it was his fucking idea. His and idea I'll so. remind him of that to the grave. Um, which is I'm tomorrow. Glad- tomorrow is the grave. Yeah, <laughs> Thank the grave. you for that, Lynn Manuel. Your pooping schedule is so much better than mine. It might have been. My guy Fury Meal has been popping out like guest stars on a Jerry Lewis telephone. <laughs> Just you never know when it's going. It, it lasts for two days. You never know when somebody else is going to show up. We've had a lot of fun here twice on My Brother, My Brother and Me, the episode that we're on now, the, the number that I don't know. Um, but this is an important public service announcement. First of all, pennies from heaven. We're going to get to the bottom of that here in just a bit. Second of all, don't go to Guy Fieri's place as a joke because the joke's on. It's not even on you because then that would assume that somebody's getting some form of pleasure out of it. I assume Mr. Fieri is getting a lot of money out of it, but it's not even funny bad. It's not. No, it's you not. Can't, it's, what I discovered that day is you can't eat ironically. You can't eat things as a goof. They still go in your human body and stay there. Right. Sure. Um, you also can't eat his pretzel breaded chicken tendos. They, you can't. It's a tr- it's a trick and it's a trap to lure tourists. Travis, it's how they these weed out chicken the tendos were so dry, they came with a honey. Mu- they were dry as a popcorn fart, and they came with a honey mustard dipping sauce. Griffin mm-hmm. was so desperate to get the final um, uh, remnants of any that, sort of moisture, any, any fluid sort of moisture at all for the chicken that he actually knocked the ramekin across the table and onto the floor. Uh, be- because he was trying so I was just, hard I was to get the last of the dipping sauce. I out. was excavating to get that flavor. Any juice? Oh, there's got to be some juice. I was, I was a a, a a dousing rod for sweet mustard, but instead wor- I falcon I falcon punched a ramekin across a Guy Fieri steakhouse. The worst part about it is, is as soon as the ramekin touched the floor, we heard a pre-recorded message from Guy Fieri play across the loudspeakers, and he just says, "Fuck it, play it where it lays." And that's yeah. like apparently anytime Wait, you drop really? food there. Yeah, anytime you drop food there, Guy Fieri says, fuck it, play where it lays. In the Guy Fieri restaurant, they had a recording of him saying, fuck it? Yeah. Fuck it, play it where it I lays. I can't believe that's true. I know, it's hard to believe. But it, but this fuck is that shit. Thing. This is Guy Fieri's fuck house. Yeah, and then when you when you walk in, there's another pre-recorded message, and it plays and it says, abandon all hope, ye who enter here. No, we're we're we had a lot of fun here on my We've brother, had my brother three and me. Fun so but this far. is this is the same building that had love, peace, and taco grease written like on the wall in yeah. huge letters. In it, you know what the weirdest thing about it wasn't that crowded. Got a table right away. <laughs> no problemo. Um, what are we doing? 
Paint me a picture. What time was it when you entered the restaurant? Were they all like sitting around smoking and then they had to like, oh, oh, hey, uh, oh, hey. I think the time was the time of my life. Do you guys want to do some advice? When I suggest a meeting time with my friend and they decline, who bears the responsibility to suggest a different time? I personally feel obliged to do this if I'm the one vetoing a date, but some of my friends provide no such follow-up and I end up feeling like a control freak when I push the matter. Are my expectations unreasonable? That's from Anxious in Alberta. If it is if it is a spoken conversation in person and you have both expressed equal amount of interest to do this thing, now it's a back and forth. You say 5 p.m. They can't do 5 p.m. It's now their thing. If it's a thing that you desperately want to do that they've like agreed to go do with you, it's your job. See, this is why I don't I just don't like the our our measurements of time all uh, how numerical they are i just wish we could do it like um they used to do it in the olden days or how they do it like in like a chill sort of oceanside town in greece where it's just like Mm -hmm. sunset come by at sunset everyone can get down with that because then subjective you got a pretty wide window of time there that you can show up come to the come to the cafe at sunset Oh, oh but, how nice does that sound? Oh, but that gives me such like panic shivers now. If someone's like, "Just come by in the afternoon," uh, is is, that, is do you mean twelve oh one or like four yeah. thirty or afternoon represents like a good six hour chunk of time? I, I, I don't like that. Tie it to a celestial body is what I'm saying. When that mm-hmm. when the when the polar star above us mm-hmm. um, shines high in Cerberus's belt, then that is the time that we will go see Jurassic World. Honey, what time are we supposed to have dinner with the Smiths? I, I, let me pull out my sextant. Hold on one second. Let me get out quick. my sextant. It's at cloud noon. What is cloud? What is cloud noon? <laughs> cloud noon? That's not real. Yeah, sure. It's when the cl- when the clouds know. are at their highest noon. Yes, exactly. It's in the poor Richard's almanac. That's a poor, poor Richard, though. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I think it's on you. If you if you're the one saying like, no, that time doesn't work for me. I think the ball's in your proverbial court at that point. I think that you do have to say, like, no, that won't work, but here's this. Check this out. I often yeah. think that if I suggest a time and someone's like, no, and they don't offer an alternative, like, they don't want to do it. Yeah, they get left behind. Right? You don't, like, you don't, you don't get to come to Arby's with me. What time do you want to go to Arby's? Like, five? No. No. Can I, can I recommend Cloud Noon? Working sky gold to cloud noon. <laughs> the sky's illuminated. Time to get to the office until the clouds are shaded by the moon's reprieve. <laughs> Goes behind the mountains. If you see the sun glistening all across the fountains. Oh, now, now listen, it's, it's going to be vitally important that there are fountains everywhere in order for yeah, you to make your point. You have to do that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to. Yeah. How about a Yahoo? Yeah, let me hit you with this Yahoo. Uh, this one was sent in by Evan Jones Thorne. Thank you, Evan Jones Thorne. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Hottie101. H-O-T-I-E-101. Thank you, Hottie101, for your bravery. <laughs> Hottie101 asks, What is a good sumer gob for teens? Uh, summer job, I think, is the translation from this language, which I believe is Swahili. Uh, what is a good sumer gob? 14. Something that brings in cash, dollars, pretty good business. These are bullet points, by the way. Let's start over from the beginning now that you understand the context of this list. Something that brings in cash money. So no volunteer work. Pretty good business. <laughs> so <laughs> that one's important. No Satisfying lemonade. Field. 
Yeah. No lemonade stands though. Those what? are illegal. Wait, now. Have you seen? Team? Have you seen these stories? Have you seen stories by the way of like cops shutting down lemonade stands? Like like people actually shutting down lemonade stands because like, I guess they're not like licensed or whatever. I, this doesn't happen. It's really happening how, in our how, America. How old is this teen that they want to bring in good cash money and good business, but lemonade stand would even be on the table yeah. in some I, form or fashion? I don't know, Travis, but I can give you a six-year range. I can I can say they're definitely between 13 and 19, for sure. For sure. I hope to God there's not a 19-year-old that people are like, you should start a lemonade stand. No, no, forget that. I that that would be some good ass lemonade. I'm not I'm not interested in like a a mix where like there's a a, a bottom layer of silt that is just sugar and you don't get to any of that delicious glucose and all you get is yellow water. No, I want that I want the steady hand of a 19-year-old well, who's I been, yeah. who's I was been pick- around the block. I was picturing like backward E, you know, like made out of like cardboard and like no. dowel rod. I, but maybe it's like a food truck thing. Yeah, if you go to a nineteen-year-old's uh, lemonade stand, you're gonna get some like made with agave nectar, some yeah. like cilantro mixed in there, and maybe there's um, some tequila in it. Yeah, maybe and they're gonna have tequila. They're gonna have a selection of apps, like some sweet potato with like a, a some sort of kimchi sauce on top of it. And oh, it's gonna be I very thought you meant season. like iPhone apps. No. Well, yeah, yeah they have an I, they have an iPhone app to crush. You get to follow Made the lemonade truck stand. They mm-hmm. just call it Nade because it's like a hipper, cooler version of uh, lemonade, mm-hmm. and that's the pretty much the way to do things these days. Is just to shorten the word and maybe take one of the vowels out, so it's like nd, and that's lemonade, and then maybe like an umlaut over the a. Yeah, let's hit lemonade. I've been mowing this lawn all day. I've been working up a hearty sweat. You know, I could really go for some some yard. <laughs> Maybe a nineteen-year-old could get a, an artisanal lawn mowing job, lemur, and it's just uh, <laughs> they just they they clip it all by hand. No machines used. Very like carbon neutral footprint with yeah. plastic safety scissors and free-range goats. What if you open your door after hiring a 19-year-old to mow your lawn, and you open the door to see uh, uh, them holding, like, 20 ropes connected to 20 goats, and they just mouth the words, fuck you. <laughs> and then you had to give them $1,000. Yeah. And, uh, and, and 600 of those dollars are going to a fresh glass of, yeah, I eat. And at the end of the day, you go out, the goats are still there. You bought the goats. Yeah. They, those live with you now. But now you have an alternative revenue source, and those goats are going to pay you back in full. Oh, goats will yeah. pay dividends because oh. goats are goats are good borrowers. They 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 pay you back with interest in a very timely manner. What uh. would be a good teen summer? job? Well, okay, let's let's give a little bit of background. You guys tell me your teen summer jobs. What did you guys do when you were teens? I squeezed dog buttholes. Yeah, Travis dog buttholes. We've covered that. Mm-hmm. Super okay. lucrative career. I did uh, mow lawns for a while. Mowed lawns for, for a while. I remember you not do, being very good at it. I remember nope. Dave Red. My, my dear friend Tommy's dad complained that you did a bad job. Or was that girl? Oh, that was I did me. not have, I lacked follow through. Yeah, that right. was me. I was using a push mower, which which means like, you can't really tell that your lawn's been mowed. It's just sort of been combed. I did a, I did a good job brushing his lawn You were a great him. lawn flattener. Yeah, and he would come around and be like, hey, uh, this sucks. And I'd be like, I know. <laughs> Money, please. <laughs> <laughs> a poor a poor craftsman blames his tools. So let me just say that my I grass, did a bad job. My grass isn't shorter. No, but it is different. Let me get 40 though. <laughs> let me get 40 though for that. What do you think? I made it look weird. $40, please. <laughs> Don't be stingy on the tip. 
Some of I it's worked, littler, and then I got very tired. I worked at Blockbuster twice. I uh, I was a newspaper carrier. I did that as a teen summer job. Um, you newspaper carried, and I think made mom and dad do so much of the work that they would not allow me to do it. I tried to. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of killed that golden goose. And boy, I was r- making it hand over fist. I was actually so bad at collecting that uh, in the end, uh, when you zeroed everything out, I was pretty much just doing like volunteer work for, to keep <laughs> to keep print alive. I had a summer job working for Justin, your father-in-law, the Tridata Incorporated. Um, where I possessed a lot of, I would say, natural talent and natural skill, but not a lot of natural showing up and doing it. I did instead possess a lot of natural. I'm going to go to Bonnaroo and just like check out the acts this year because I hear it's going to be tight, so I'm going to need all of that time off work yeah. later. And then Griffin, the next week, there was always another Bonnaroo. There were, there were several Bonnaroos that summer. Yeah. Griffin, Griffin worked at the Tridata Studios where Things I Bought at Sheets is filmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked there for how long did you make that last, Griffin, before you? Literally uh, literally all summer. One summer before my freshman year of college. Yeah. I was a legend. Big. I was a legend. He skinned how many documents? 4,000 documents. Put them up on the board. There really was a board. And 4,000 was actually very low on the number of documents. Yeah, not a great job. Not, not a great job. Oh, it was a great, do great work. It was a great job. I did a bad you job. You didn't at do it. a great job. Yeah, I did a bad job at it, to, to be clear. Um, but I did lay a lot of the groundwork that things I bought at Sheets was built upon. That's true. We still find some of your leavings and my riddles. <laughs> I still find the, your, the I opened a ceiling tile yesterday and riddles just came flying out at me. They yeah. never had stored there. Yeah, maybe that explains my low output. <laughs> <laughs> Busy filling the place with riddles. He was too busy, yes. busy national treasuring it. Me and my girlfriend watch a l- and enjoy, I would hope, but you do both of those, a lot of Netflix and Hulu together. My girlfriend and I watch a lot of Netflix and Hulu and just despise it. Uh, we <laughs> no, they enjoy it, and uh, the only problem is that when we start a show we both like, she will continue to watch it while I'm at work and be seven episodes ahead of me by the time I get home. What? I've tried to ask her to wait for me until I get off work and we watch it together, but she continues on in her sin and watches the show while I'm at work. How can I get her to stop and watch the show with me? P.S. My work schedule is 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., so I'm gone a lot of the time. I think your bigger question is, what do I girl do when my girlfriend dumps me because she does not like me very much? This relationship is headed for rocky waters, my friend. Oh, I was going to say just break up with her. Justin, I'm so glad we're on the same page. No, I don't this think- relationship's over. This is like the keystone. It's 2015. Like, Keeping your Netflix and Hulu episode count in sync is like the keystone of a happy marriage. If I, I, I saw a new book at the bookstore, it's called uh, Men Are From Episode 16 of Orange is the New Black and Women Are From Episode 10. And on the inside of the book, it just says, fuck it, your host. She yeah. has to have a show that she wants to watch that you don't. That's right? the secret. That's the secret. Is it, the, To keep this in line, you got to have your secret shows that each of you have. And then you have to have these shared shows. Because it's not its not a question of them wanting to get further ahead. It's not a race. You know, Orange, mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black is not the race. Unless she just wants to feel like prescient. Like, oh, you'll never know what happens Ooh. next. Oh, something Some, very exciting is coming. Um, You got to have your stuff. Ra- Rachel's got her scandal. I just I, I love Josh Molina. Oh, man, do I love Josh Molina. But it does not seem like my thing. Uh, in the same vein, 
for me, Twin Peaks. That's not Rachel's thing. That's not going to be her thing. But if I'm sitting alone and you know, she, she's out uh, doing a thing and I'm at home not doing a thing, I'll turn on the Twin Peaks. And that's how we keep ourselves honest when it's time to burn through, you know, Key and Peel or something like that. There is another option. What's that? Uh, that is probably less palatable for your girlfriend, but that is when you return home, you jump back to where you were. And she has to sit and watch the episode she's already seen. So if she's just doing is a time filler, like then you both still get to watch them together, but she gets to keep going. I guarantee if you like make her do that a couple of times, she'll stop watching them without you. So as not to just have to repeat view them a couple of times. Yeah. But it may get old I, for her. I, I love Travis, the supposition you've made that he's going to be able to tell her anything when it comes yeah, to Netflix I, and Hulu. Sure. So it sounds like it sounds like this this Bronco's done been let out the pen already. And I don't think he's gonna lasso that 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 steed back back how into much, its uh, how horse much pen. more yeah keep going. I want more <laughs> rodeo. Justin and Sydney have been watching a lot of rodeo masters together. <laughs> it's just in his brain. Let me hit you guys with this business opportunities fiscal potential promise what? that I'm making to you. It is a dongle USB dongle mm-hmm. for your device, uh-huh. whatever device you use, uh, that is tied to your account. You can tie it to your Netflix account. You can tie it to your Apple TV. You can tie it to your Roku. I don't know. I don't know. All of your devices and your accounts and your boxes and your set-top boxes and your devices and your peripherals, and you're going to have a dongle for it. And this dongle has two keyholes in it, and you each have a key, and you have to activate it like a submarine if you want to watch Orange is the New Black. I love it, Griffin. That's a wonderful, wonderful concept. I Maybe think th- she would just take his key, though. Like, you cannot hold this woman back from watching television. Mm-mm, mm-mm. The key has a biometric key inside of it Fit. as well. Yes. Fact, have you not seen leverage? There's a way around all of this. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because that biometric password is one password, and it's also you have to provide a stool sample. So, uh, yes, it, yes, it's complicated. It's going to solve your problem, but you're going to have to take a shit every time you want to watch Bloodlines. <laughs> <laughs> Or have some lying around, but oh god, that actually gets into a problem because then you can get into the other person's shit. Okay, you're gonna need a biometric safe for your stool and your reserve stool. Your orange is the new black poop. And hold on, ah, this oubliette goes down so deep. Why don't you just like trust and love each other? I guess that's an easier option, oh, and then you okay. don't have to buy our dongle. If, if the roles were reversed, um, Sydney could definitely trump me by saying that. Oh, that's okay. I'll just pick up wherever you're at. What? Are you uh, serious? Uh, we would turn up when we first started dating. We would turn on shows, and she would say, "Oh yeah, I've seen some of the season." What? What did you say? You watched some of them, and then stopped, and then started watching. What are you even saying? I don't even understand. I read the first and middle chapters of that book. Who does that? I mean, I did. If I was like cheating to get through my accelerated oh, okay. reading yeah, classes I, in elementary I that, school, I read every other page of Treasure Island. Taste it. I'm just saying, if you don't sync up with your partner when you're watching your favorite television shows, then you're being a real goober boy. So I said it like that, so it'd be like an inside joke that, like, maybe it would seem like we've referenced that in past episodes of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and so, like, people would think, like, wait a minute, did you listen to that episode to their partner? If they listen to My Brother, My Brother, and Me in that way, just to Mm -hmm. sort of, like, throw them off as, like, a practical joke. But what about this part, Griffin? That you've just said, that you've just explained why you did it. Well, I was hoping that one of the partners would be laughing so loud that they can't hear this. Okay. Yeah, the great goober boy joke? Well, it's a, it's a conceptual. But you didn't before you It was made an the alternate reality. It was an alternate it was an alternate it was an It was an alternate reality game. Griffin. That was genius. 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm Griffin, Griffin, Griffin. I'm honored to work with you. <laughs> uh, happy Father's Day, you guys. You want another Yahoo? Sure. Was that all the opening? Yeah. Let's get to our first question. <laughs> this Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kinski climbing that ladder. Thank you, Zoe Kinski. It's by Yahoo Answers user VB who asks, does anyone practice baby massage on their six, 12-month-old baby? A friend of mine is trained in baby massage and showed me how to do it on my little boy when he was about three months old. He loved it, but I didn't really continue with it as much as I should have. Now he is eight months old, and he is having trouble with his teething and sleeping problems, so I thought perhaps baby massage would help. Only problem is he is now so active, I can't get him to stay still long enough. He gets frustrated if I try and keep him lying down. I don't really want to try and make him anyway, as that defeats the purpose of baby massage as you are only supposed to do it when they are relaxed. So I was just wondering if anyone on here has been more successful with their LO and little one? Correct. And if you have any tips, thanks X. This is a Father's Day question just for Justin about his baby massage techniques. What? Yeah, I they're good for when the baby is trying to get to sleep. It can be useful to to I, I found that, that soothes her sometimes. Oops. Um, oops, this what? was supposed to be a joke cuz this baby massage is a real thing. What? Yeah, baby massage is like a real thing. Well, what it's you also do, like, important to use it after your baby's had a tough week at work. Maybe the boss has been riding up. So and- this, so okay, baby massage is a real thing. But to Travis's point, I, the the problem I have with baby massage is what am I? Tra- what 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 stress is this? Is, what stress is <laughs> Thanks, this baby boss. trying to unwind from? Like I saw your whole day, baby. You ate some Cheetos and then fell asleep in the car and then watched cartoons forever and then went to sleep at seven. Your life is fucking dope as hell. Yeah. I would trade I would freaky Friday you in a heartbeat. Why am I going to massage you? How about you get those little feet, get those little puppies up on daddy's back and walk on dad's <laughs> back and massage him? Because dad's for the had rub a day. down pops. Mom left the room, thought she existed no more. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the thing. That object permanence, Justin, that is the stressful thing. Can you imagine if every time Sydney left the room, it was like, well, Sydney's not here anymore. <laughs> Shit. You would get some tension up in your sacrum and Sydney stuff. is not now, nor ever was. <laughs> Whoops. Right. Yeah, but then it's counterbalanced by the fact that every, every like, two minutes, you got to be like, oh, I have a mother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all balanced out. Oh, man. That Justin. doesn't relax you. Run me through your baby massage techniques. Are there aromatherapeutic elements? What do you ask yeah. her? Uh, you get the you you light a Barney scented candle. Uh, <laughs> what does that smell? What does Barney smell like? Like the sweaty inside of a sweaty suit. It is oh very unpopular. I uh, bet that I bet actually a baby would like that because for like nine months a baby was like inside of a sweaty suit. That's mm-hmm. what it's like to be in utero inside of a Barney costume. Um, <laughs> or any costume. I used to play costume. Cowabunga, the WTCR mascot of our daddy's radio station. So it was basically like I was having a, a, a rebirth experience every time that I was Chili Fest rolled around. Where is dad? He should be here by now. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he just texted. He said he's running about 15 minutes late. If he's yeah, not in the room, then I refuse to acknowledge his existence. The apps are going to get cold. I don't know. Babe. Baby, you like squeeze their little hands and arms and like. Is it just squeezing like, the baby? Back. What? It's just basically squeezing the that baby. That sounds like it's more for you than it is for her. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't really learn how to do it. I got as far as learning that it's a thing, and then just kind of went crazy. Well, yeah. I am of the school that you. It's not something you can learn. 
It's something you either can do or you can't. Like, w- look at your hands. Look at that baby. Does one and one make two? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. I like to, I like a, to take an ashiatsu approach. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, you mix in some some uh, oh some cleansing yoga. And then you, yeah. uh, and this part's, oh man, be careful, but you gotta stand on your baby. And mm-hmm. you're not going to want to do it. And the baby's not going to want to do it. And don't Here's do cupping. Thing. A lot of people will say, yeah. cup the baby, don't. No, do you'll cupping. get the, you'll suck the whole baby up into it. <laughs> Charlie really enjoys uh, baby acupuncture. Mm-hmm. And that takes a steady hand, boy. And you have to paint the needles in some <laughs> No, because, colors. oh my goodness. There is not a lot of area on that baby mm-hmm. that's expendable. There's, especially there's, if you're going, especially if you're going in the ocular region. Who boy? Oh, I mean, Justin. the baby gets the te- well, they get tension headaches. Have, is and there the, a difference between that and hot stone? Hmm? Hot stone? Oh no! For that, I just leave the baby out on the sidewalk because nice. I feel like it's been, it's been sunny all day. Yeah, it'll be that'll be fine. And also, yeah. daddy needs a drink and a nap. <laughs> Catch you in fifteen, little kid. I guess I prefer it when babies massage each other. Um, just sort of like a, in, in like a seductive way because it's like more pure and, and uh, like the energy will be better. Mm-hmm. It's good to um, it's good to do baby massage outside on the lawn, but do not leave your baby unattended for too long, or they will be carried away by ants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a that is a parenting tip for me to you. It would it would blow your mind how many babies get carried away by ants. Ants are very strong. Just one per year, but then they get to be the <laughs> ant king or queen. <laughs> Uh, listen, acupuncture needles aren't going to buy themselves, so uh, let's go to the money zone. Especially not these l- super little ones. Yeah, with all the fun colors. My Brother, My Brother and Me is supported in part by Casper, an online retailer of premium, obsessively engineered mattresses for a fraction of the price. Now, I know it's weird what you're thinking. Buy a mattress without sleeping on it. That's insane. So what Casper does is a risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on one for a 100 days, and you get free delivery and painless returns. That's uh, a lot of now, farts you could put in that mattress. Travis, you put a lot of farts in that mattress. Justin. You, you could fill that mattress with farts Travis, and send it back. You could double the you, weight of that mattress before Travis, you send it back to if you listen to our show, you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase if you go to casper.com slash my brother and then use the coupon code my brother, all one word, at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. Travis, you uh, you uh, have been sleeping on a Casper. Uh, how, how's that working out for you? Um, it was interesting at first because I prefer a, a bit of a softer mattress and Teresa uh, prefers a firmer mattress. And this is such an interesting balance of those two. That now it's been about a month, I would say, since we started sleeping on it. And I can't imagine sleeping on anything else. It's, it's because it's memory foam, it's very soft, but because of the engineering of it, it's also a very firm. So it's like a very firm memory foam. I highly recommend it. Um, been getting a lot of good sleeps. It says here that these mattresses are obsessively engineered. That's not just a, like a bullet point. That literally you are guaranteed that an engineer went mad. With mm-hmm. every mattress that they create, every mattress they get, they they basically burn out an engineer's mind, and and they succumb to the darkness. Now, one out of every hundred mattresses is haunted by that the, engineer. Oh, and you got to be careful with that one. Oh. Ooh, what do you think they call it, Casper? What do you think the next thing is? <laughs> like the, the next, next sponsor? The next yeah, sponsor? Yeah. Oh yeah, next sponsor is uh, Slipshine. If you like adult comics, and who doesn't? You talking uh, about like I the got, new Hawkeye like better run? Or for worse. No, I don't mean Lockhorns. Lockhorns tackles no. a lot of adult subjects. 
Andy now, Cobb deals is, with some really heady issues. The, no, I'm talking about dicks and boobs and everything in between. Oh, Sex Garfield. Oh. You gotta reach for Slipshine, proudly publishing over 150 pages of fun, sex-positive adult comics every month. This week, our listeners can get a special offer if you go to slipshine.net slash mbmbam uh, slash fiction. No, no. That, that's it. Doesn't it's not slash Please fiction. Please don't make that. Not, I'll quit the internet. No, no first time sign up fee and a ten percent discount on six month and yearly subscriptions. It's a great deal. There is also a comic starring us that has uh, uh, some fun, sex positive, not work positive, a, a comic strip about us. <laughs> boss, so you, boss negative. <laughs> Yeah, boss negative, sex positive comics, uh, and they got ten years of archives, so you are going to be able to masturbate to a lot of this for a long, long time. For sure, for sure. Come That's annihilate, come annihilate your net nanny at slipshine.net/mbmbam. <laughs> we also have a message for Kate. This message is from Babby, Craig, and Julie Conway and Queen Blanche, the whole gang. And the crew. They say the whole gang says. Congrats on graduating from nursing school. You did it. Depending on when this gets read, maybe congrats on taking your boards, too. I like that. Here's to freedom from classes, more visits to the Adventure Zone, and lots of text about our weird injuries and illnesses. Oh, and saving lives. We're so proud of you. You're a pal and a confidant. And we rely on each other. Uh-oh. Is that the Golden Girls theme song? No, that's Islands in the Stream. I got those two confused, didn't you I? You did. You did get those two confused. Both great tunes. Let me get on the ones and twos real quick, and because now I got the inspiration, and if I don't do it now, I'll forget about it. Here comes a birthday mashup, Kate, from us to you. Uh, my get name is, is, is my new band I'm putting together, a new musical artist. I'm calling myself Golden Girl Talk. Um, that was a great joke, and it was Pearls Before Swine. <laughs> I I'll leave that for the audience to laugh, Griffin. I... Uh, the only song that Charlie likes is all about that bass. The only song that Charlie likes. It used to be that and smoke weed every day, uh, but now it's just all about that bass. I've listened to that fucking song so many times that I've started inadvertently creating mashups in my head between that and other songs that I like more than all about that bass, which is to say basically any, any other of song them? at this point. So I will often walk down my house singing to myself. Let me see if I can do it. <clears throat> All about that bass, about that bass. No treble, you'd like to think that you're immune to this stuff. Oh my oh god, yeah, that's fresh. That. It's a really good, it's a really good mix. If somebody can like edit that and make it into like a mix I can listen to, maybe my baby will like that. I can transition her gradually to any other song by mixing up with uh, All About That Bass. I don't know. I got a message for Crystal from Daniel. Uh, Jumbotron, Jumbotron, gather ye earbuds from Nerd and Far. These brothers, three wisely studs, come with a birthday revelation going out across the nation. Okay, this is one, this, this is iambic pentameter. This is a okay. poem, and you're reading it. You're just you're you're you're, you're butchering it. You're yeah. butchering I, but it's it. not broken up. I, it's hard to read the meter. Well, they did it in a straight up E coming style. You've got a brain and two eyes. Jumbotron, jumbotron, gather ye earbuds from nerd and far. These brothers, three wisely studs, come with a revelation going out across the nation to one garbage deli with dumps like a truck and other delicious delicatessens. Happy birthday, Crystal. And thanks for all the genuine microwave cheeseburgers and especially the McElroy. I did appreciate how you tried to make that last sentence rhyme. 
I also Thanks. really like it had more of like a slam poem. Yeah, yeah I was kind of hoping you would slam it even harder than you slammed it. Like I, I, I want like a monster dunk. Man, this uh, this so, rhyming stuff is easy. Happy birthday, Crystal. I hope this is the gift you were hoping for. Nah, it's probably like an iPod Nano or something. Hey, you like t-shirts, right? How about a mug? Are your walls looking a little bare? Visit maxfunstore.com and cover all of these bases and more. We just added some amazing new shirts and posters. So visit today and outfit your home and torso with the freshest MaxFun merch. MaxFunstore.com. Trav, you want to read the next question? I do. Yeah, sure. Hit it. Oh, I see what's going to happen here. <laughs> Ahem. I get interrupted all the time. No, wait. You know what? Let me let me just do okay. it. I'll just do it. It's fine. Uh, I get interrupted all the time. Hey, actually, you know what? what? I can hop in here if you guys want me to. Oh, yeah, sure. That's fine. Go ahead. Okay. I get interrupted all the, hey, it's me, Sheila. I came by to see if you guys were good, if you still wanted to order or not, because we've got customers waiting in the aisles to get in the <laughs> this a different person? Sheila's the manager. Sheila, oh, I'm the manager. I run this Applebee's on 16th Street and Lexington Avenue, and I'm telling you guys, you can't just sit here drinking water. The water's not free. It is free with the purchase of a meal, but now you're starting to get my gall. Shayla, let's work something out. We host a comedy podcast. You see all the microphones around the the table? Yeah, I thought uh, we had those installed before, and I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were microphones. I thought they were bottles of A one sauce. <laughs> They're both. We, we we just had our microphones painted to look like bottles of A one sauce because it helps us focus our recording. Uh, well, wh- how about we could make you a podcast celebrity? Uh, if you let us keep sitting here and waiting for our daddy. We'll uh, we'll uh, uh, let you read a question it's, on I'm our interested, podcast. I'm interested in fame. I get more than enough fame working here at the Applebee's on 16th and Lexington. People yeah, know my people work? know my name. I have a distinctive voice. I'm very memorable. My name is Sheila, and I'm the Applebee's manager. If you do, name. if you work at an Applebee's, like statistically speaking, you probably will at some point be the uh, 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 subject of a snarky opinion column on a food blog. Like sure. at some point, for sure. I run my own food blog. Called, What's it called? It's called Five People You Meet in Heaven. Listen, you guys can tell you, you seem like a good bunch. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you I'm gonna get out of your hair. I just can I take a drink order? Can I do anything for you? I ordered a jalapeno mudslide that still hasn't come yet. I will check into that, sir. I'm just I'm grossly sorry. I will also take two Brutuses. Do you want those all in the same glass? Or do you just want me to sort of pour them into some sort of gravy boat? Concoction? Same glass is fine. Terrific. I'm gonna get you that gravy boat too on the free, on the free. <laughs> I get interrupted all the time. Is that one of the collectible ones with the Star Trek characters? On yeah, it's one of the Star Trek gravy boats. I'll see y'all later. Hey, I'll talk to you guys. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I already miss Sheila. <laughs> yeah, me too. I missed the first guy, but I couldn't remember what his voice sounded like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trav. Go ahead. I get interrupted all the time. No, you know what? I don't. I don't want to break <laughs> the right. tradition. Uh, whether I'm telling a long-winded story or just trying to finish a sentence, it seems like seems people like- have no problem <laughs> just talking over me before I've made my point. It it's really starting really to starting me. to bug me. But I don't know. But I don't know how to know tell, how people, to tell to pipe- people to pipe down. This is going to be impossible to edit. Don't edit. Why would you edit this? This, this is, is all been gold. gold. Let me finish without coming off like a jerk. How do I get my friends to STFU for like a second without sounding like a complete dick constantly cut off in Colorado? 
What I, the way I did deal with this when I did uh, children's theater is I would stop mid sentence and just, just stop, just stop my thought, stop it, just le- let the awkwardness hang there. Let the, and if they don't want to come back to me, that's fine. That's that's their prerogative. It probably wasn't that important anyway. Uh, I can also say as someone who interrupts people a lot, the best defense about uh, against getting interrupted is to keep the energy you are you the conversational energy you are using up. <laughs> Because a lot of the time when I interrupt people, it's because you're trying to save them. What you're trying to? You're, they're bombing. Well, yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel like they're they're uh, so it's something you deal with like in acting, especially in Shakespeare, not going down at the end of lines because yeah. people will tend to like drop their energy as they get to the end of a so, thought. So which you're, is, su- you're suggesting that when you or anybody else interrupts a person, it's because they weren't being hype enough. It's their fault. Well, no, it's because they felt like. I think they're. I think they've run out of things to say, but they won't let themselves stop talking. I'm doing them a favor by interrupting. That is a demented way to think about things. Well, it just seems like. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying it's like a healthy mindset. I'm just saying that that is the idea of like I want to keep the ball in the air, and it feels like their energy is flagging. So I'm going to take over for them, and then they can jump back. Why in not whenever just? They're why ready. not just say that then? Why, in, instead of hopping in and seeming rude, why don't you let them know that you're doing them a favor and be like, it's, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me step in here because you well, take a break. Go go take a drink of water. Your mouth sounds very dry. Have you confronted these people? Like literally just said like, hey, I don't know if you realize you're doing it, but you interrupt me a lot. What if they it, can't even get that out, though? Are they invi- are they invisible? Are they a ghost person? Like maybe just talk louder. Oh, my louder. God. Wait a minute. Are you a ghost? Oh shit! Have you been a ghost this whole time? Fuck. The earbuds fall out of his ears and roll across the floor. He pictures all the red things he's come in contact with over the last sixteen years. Um, he looks in a mirror. Nothing. It's the well, first time he's looked in a mirror ever. I think a ghost would be able to see himself. I don't know the rule on. Is it a ghost mirror? That's a good question. Travis didn't even think about that. The mirror must be haunted. That's um, my fa- that's my favorite Barbara Streisand movie. The mirror must be home. <laughs> can we talk about what if he can only interact with red objects? Uh huh. What's so what, is is that some sort of ghost lore that I don't know no, about? Like no. ghosts love cherry lifesavers. They're the only ones they can eat and taste, and they're delicious. No, Griffin. Those are the road flags planted that every time it was a ghost moment that it, there was something red there. Not that's that the his dumbest power thing was only heard. to interact with red things. Was that for us, the viewer? He's like, I'm getting angry. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Sure. This one's for dads out there in the audience. If you're a dad listening, congratulations. It's sent in by Zoe Kinski climbing out a ladder. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user unknown who asks, how to make my dad stop using words like swag? He is ruining my life. <laughs> I am 16, and my dad is 40-something. Learn your dad's age. Everybody, learn your dad. I can't tell you how many people I talk to are like, how old is your dad? And like, I don't know. I don't know. 50-something? You should something. know your blood type. I can't tell you how many times age. I've listened to Griffin ask people how old their dads are, and that's what I want to inter- intercede on his behalf. Well, yeah, because it's a competition. The oldest dad, or youngest dad, or tightest dad bod. Or which dad traveled the farthest to get here today. Yeah. yeah. Most likely uh, to succeed. My dad has the prettiest size. <laughs> Uh, did, class clown did not succeed is another one um <laughs> biggest failure anyway my dad is 40 something and idk if he's having a midlife crisis or something but he keeps using words like swag yolo and then there's some like 
at sign hash pound percent at like at maybe they're cursing or maybe this dad is just like yelling YOLO and then using profanity. Um, bro, chilling with my bros, dudes, sup and then inwards. But that's mm. not, that's different. That's a whole nother can of worms. It's um, a whole other dad conversation. You have yeah. Uh, that's not dad exclusive. That's uh, just bad, uh, et cetera. I think you get what I mean. And it's so annoying because he's trying to act all cool and stuff, but it's just so weird. For example, yesterday my friends were here and we were playing this video game my friend brought and he walks in all like, sup bros, are you chilling? You want some beer? And then he attempted to, <laughs> and then he attempted to high five my friends, oh God. And he took a look at the game and he was like, sick game you've got, dude. <laughs> Update, I actually did ask him to just stop because he's making a fool out of himself. And you know what he said? He literally said, Blank, please. I'm guessing that is another racial slur, oh, racially no. charged word, and left. It's getting out of control. I know this might sound fake, but he's like that. That's why I'm here. Update number two. Ooh, long narrative on this one. <laughs> Dad uh, and I have come to an understanding. I uh, didn't appreciate him. He didn't appreciate me. We've grown closer as friends. No, instead, uh, update two, the copy of update two reads, he said inward, please, and we are not even black. Seriously. This question asked by Timmy Hawk. Just no, let- Tony Hawk is a perfectly... Just and I interviewed Tony Hawk for our job, and he's a perfectly lovely man. Also, Tony Hawk's son is not Timmy. I brought this up because there was a commercial that popped on Hulu the other day of, like, Tony Hawk, like, had his kid... Like, he's driving a car, his kids are in the back seat, and they're all, like, bored and on their phones and stuff, and he, like, peels off the road and drives to, like, an abandoned um, water park, and they, like, all skateboard around the park. Hell and yes, I was son. left with this genuine feeling of, I bet he's an awesome dad. Oh, he's yeah. the best dad in the world. Yeah. The for only sure. problem is he named his first child 360 Boneless. <laughs> <laughs> the well, only. He- and then the second one, Ollie. And it's like, okay, that's better. But yeah. but then his second son his second son was born without bones. And I bet he was like, <laughs> if only I'd waited. Um, <laughs> and he named his third son Harry Potter. That's <laughs> true. It was just what he was into. Uh-huh. Uh, and then his fourth son, he named Giant Flaming. So his name would be Giant Flaming Hawk, which is a pretty sweet. Is <laughs> my son Thunderhawk? How do you make my dad stop using these words? These terrible, terrible words. A lot of these words, I think, are fine for your dad to use, and I'm kind of excited about them. Obviously, not the racially charged ones. It depends mm-hmm. on how he how he's. Uh, let's take um, the racially charged words out of the conversation because that's a whole nother can of worms. Yeah, you um, have to be a pretty cool dad to pull those off. Am I right, guys? Yeah. But if the he's coolest. if he's coming in with like swag and yellow, is he saying like this? Yo, what up, bros? Or is he coming and going, yo, what hey, up, yolo! bros? Huh? Yolo, play you. Yeah. Who who here is a cool homie who wants to swig some of my beer? Yolo. I'm going yeah, to a not- group hang with my other swag dads. Swag dads swag would be dads. an awesome bowling league name. Hashtag swag dads. Hashtag swag dads. It's just a chill hang at the sitgo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to meet some other dads at the DMV. <laughs> gonna get our car good. registration on. Yeah. You know we gotta get that state approved identification. <laughs> I'm gonna go because pick up they my- revoked our license for drunk driving. Hashtag swag dads. We got Damn, mixed- we got all okay, silly okay. with some four loco. <laughs> And then we got in my Jeep Grand Cherokee. Steve died. Swag Steve. dads. 
Damn, I'm going to go meet my other gearhead dads, and we're going to go get our rides checked to get them inspected, which is something you have to do once a year, just so you know for the future. You have that to look forward to. YOLO! Hey, kids, Rolos! It's not the thing. I just, does anybody want any delicious Rolos? Candy? Maybe I'll get a sweet new Hummer with some neon on the bottom. Just kidding. With these gas prices, I I think I'm going to go with a, a, sort of a mid-sized sedan. But anybody want some of this purple drink? By which I mean grape, clearly Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> which is clear. <laughs> By the way, I put, some, I put some purple food coloring in it. YOLO. I'm getting down some scissorup. By which I mean uh, uh, um, I'm robo-tripping, I meant, because... I have a head cold, and so I do. I'm gonna hit the sack early. Night, you guys. Don't stay up too late. Don't wake up your mother. I love you. I love you. Can I say something? I love all of you. Even I know that Bryce is my only one of you who's a son, but I feel like weird connected with you guys. You all have so much potential. I feel like I I just don't want to see you waste it. I'm proud of all of you. I know for a while you guys have just thought of me as Bryce's dad, but it would actually help me out a lot, and I think it would help us build a stronger relationship if you would think of me as your 420 YOLO swag. Do you guys like, hey, do you kids, I don't stay up too late. Do you kids like Drake? You guys remember when I burned those pizza rolls a while ago, and everybody was really upset we didn't have any more? I feel like we came out of that with a real, like, stand-by-me vibe, like a real brotherhood, like, just really connected. Like, we're never going to forget it. Do you guys get the same sense, or is that just... Okay. Please don't wake up your mother. Please don't wake up your mother. It's final. <laughs> and don't come into my bedroom later, because I'm going to be uh, crushing some guts up there. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all so much. I love you all so you, much. Some of you more than Bryce. And also, I'm, I was just kidding about that. We're probably going to hit that hair early. Maybe nah, Bryce's enough. mom and I haven't touched each other in years. Okay, good night, everybody. Yeah. YOLO! We're just... We're gonna go up there and finish True Detective that first, uh, first season, and then we're gonna hit the hay early. Now that I've got your kids here, though, I do want to talk to you about crushing guts because <laughs> it's important that you do it responsibly in a place where you feel safe. I know for for, for you guys, you think you know all there is to know about crushing yeah. guts and busting nuts, but <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot more to it than that. It's a promise. When you crush a gut, it's a promise you're making. You know what's really cool, guys? Safe sex. Safe huh? sex. If you're going to bust a nut, make sure you put a jimmy cap on your dunger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've lost a bit. Okay. Good night, uh, everybody. Good night, we'll everyone. Hey, listen, please, please don't wake up your mother. Oh, my gosh. And don't tell her I talked to you guys about this. YOLO. Don't tell her I talked out loud without her permission. You know how she gets. Please be out of here before she wakes up. If she finds you guys here, I'm not allowed to have friends over. If you, what if your dad? What if your dad talked a bunch of shit like this, and then Dakota crossed you, and he's like, "I'm gonna go get loped on Dakota's dad," and he went out and just like blew Dakota's dad away, (laughs) just just like full drive by, like, "Holy shit, dad!" You're. He's like, "I know. I've been trying to tell you guys, I'm I'm gangster as hell." Uh, he shouldn't have tried to. Uh, I was supposed like, to go be a deacon at the church tonight, but I'm going to yeah. take a break to go kill I call, Dakota's I, dad. I call my boy Nate Dog. I, I call my boy Nate Dog's dad, and uh, we had to go regulate. Nate Dog's dad would be 88 years old at this point. Are we regulating? <laughs> I'm going to yes, need someone dad. to roll me out. Hey, thanks so much for listening to our podcast, my brother, my brother, and me. We hope you've had a lot of fun. Listen, if you're in the uh, Seattle or Vancouver area or you can get there, uh, we're going to be doing a live show there at the end of August. Uh, bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Seattle. 
bit.ly forward slash van mb mb am those tickets are going quickly uh so please buy some tickets it's reserve seating so the 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 longer you wait the worse your seats will be so make sure you go right now and go buy some tickets to those shows buy tickets to all the shows and then just come to all of them we're going to drive to all of them why can't you well they can't buy ones to the portland ones don't buy ones to the portland show it's sold out but the other ones do it yeah why not it's different stuff, Jeff. At least sixty percent different jokes every night. I can guarantee you that the stunts will be the same, and the games those are those are mostly going to be the same. Um, um, if you have challenges, yet. yeah. If you haven't yet, we really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, review, help bump us up them old iTunes charts. Makes us feel good. Makes you look awesome. I don't know how, but it does. Are, excuse me. Are you reviewing a podcast on <laughs> iTunes? You, do you seem get, like do, one slag dad. Can I? Do you mind if I crush your guts? <laughs> um, thank you so much to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song and of departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. We got to kick it with John Roderick at Max FunCon. By the way, thank you to everybody who came to Max FunCon. That was a yeah. hell of a fun weekend. Uh, and we had a good time chatting chat with John about his Seattle City Council campaign. If you live in city in the city of Seattle, uh, look look him up. Look up look up his platform. Uh, he's got some some real good ideas. Uh, and, 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 and just go vote in the primary. The primary is coming up. It's like August first, oh, I think. Yeah, uh, so go do that. He's he's a super sweet dude. Thank you, John Roderick. Uh, go listen to the other shows of the Maximum Fun Network too. We have other shows that we do, like the Adventure Zone, which is a D and D podcast that the three of us do with our dad. Um, it's a super fun show, even if you don't know anything about D and D. We don't either, so it's a pretty f- good barrier or a low barrier of entry, I guess. Uh, but then we got Justin has Sawbones, which he does with his wife Sydney uh, about medical history. Travis has Bunker Buddies that he does with his friend Andy uh, about different apocalypses. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other shows on on the Maximum Fun Network, uh, like uh, Throwing Shade and Lady to Lady and International Waters, which is hilarious. We saw a live uh, taping of that at MaximumFun.com, too. There's so many good shows. They're all free. Go to MaximumFun.org and check them all out. Uh, I also do a podcast with my uh, best friend, Brent. Uh, you may know him as Brental Floss. We do a show called Trends Like These, where we talk about what's trending on the internet. It comes out every Monday and Thursday. And Justin, I'm so glad you guys are back, right? Uh, should be this week. Yes. Oh, I cannot wait. New episodes of things I bought at Sheets. They went on hiatus for a while while they explored different artistic endeavors, but they're coming back. So excited. Things I bought at Sheets with the Z. Go check it out on YouTube. Um. Also, uh, I've been getting way into Periscope. People should follow me on Periscope. Having a lot of fun. A lot of fun on Periscope. Uh, if you uh uh, <clears throat> if you are anywhere near Charleston, West Virginia, uh, our friend. And, and confidant, uh, John Hodgman, uh, is going to be doing a show in Charleston. If you go to bit. and this is today, if you're listening to this Monday, he's the 22nd, he's doing it today. Go to bit.ly forward slash Hodgman WV, and uh, you can get tickets to see uh, Hodgman. They're 30 bucks, and it's going to be great. I'll be there and come say hi to both of us, and uh, it's going to be a hoot. Bit.ly forward slash Hodgman WV. Do you guys want that final? We yeah, hit you with it. I was sitting by Zoe Kinski. Climb, oh, scaling that ladder so close to the top. Whew. She'll get there. It's gonna happen. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Danny, who asks, "An anime that will make my dad cry." <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother. My brother may kiss your dad square on the lips. Yeah.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey everyone, we're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast. A podcast about words that sound like other words. A podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one. A podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie. Or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out. And talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! Woo!